So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. TGIF. It is Friday after a crazy week of wrestling news. The news never stops. Looks like WWE is reportedly wanting to re-sign Strowman back to WWE. Goldberg has some additional dates for Monday Night Raw leading up to SummerSlam. And speaking of SummerSlam, how about SummerSlam at the movies? All that and more in today's top story of the day. Hit the like button. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Top Story. I'm Jose G. Next to me is Jeremy Bennett. What's going on, broski? Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. We have made it through a week, and what a week it was. It CM really Punk, was. Crazy. Daniel Bryan, Braun so Strowman now, maybe. Boy, boy, it's good to be a wrestling fan. We're going we're gonna to be in for a ride these next two months, aren't we? Oh my God! It's a, it, you know this week. Ever since the touring starting last week, it's just been nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. One uh, one breaking news after another. I'm usually here in the afternoons, but if you guys noticed, there was a lot of days that we had to break news earlier in the day because the news just kept on coming. But we want to thank you for joining us. We got tons that we're going to jump into. Make sure you are hitting that subscribe button here on Sports Keto Wrestling on our YouTube channel. Smash the notification bell so you never ever miss an update or a live stream whenever we go live. We got tons of breaking news, tons of exclusive content exclusively on our YouTube channel, and we got some big stuff coming right out the, uh, down the line this weekend, some big interviews, in-person interviews, and uh, hopefully you guys will check that out. Make sure you're sharing today, uh, today's Facebook stream in any of your favorite wrestling groups and tag your friends in the comment section to join the conversation, but let's jump in to this Braun Strowman news, Jeremy, because we've seen all week AEW, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. Let me be perfectly clear. Nothing has been confirmed. Lots of places left and right. It's a lock. It's confirmed. Guys, <laughs> AEW has not confirmed it. So no. right now this is all highly rumored, highly speculated, but with all these highly rumors and speculations comes another one with Braun Strowman with WWE looking to re-sign the monster among men. What's going on here, Jeremy? What can you tell us and what do you think about this story? Uh, on the re uh, recent edition of Wrestling Observer Newsletter with Dave Meltzer there, uh, Meltzer says there is interest in bringing Strowman back, especially after the recent AEW signings. Of course, now, you know, he's talking about things that have already been in the can with uh, Andrade El Idolo, uh, you know, Christian, so to speak. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Jose, I'm sure uh, this week's news might... Uh, 
might uh, get the wheels are rolling a little heavier, a little faster, uh, having them spin a little quicker there yes. with uh, with uh, the news of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Uh, again, though, I like I said earlier uh, in the week, I think I might maybe when I was on here on Tuesday, I think it was, I said AEW or WWE is probably in that release remorse. They had remorse for releasing Aleister Black. They tried to bring him back into the fold. He decided to sign with AEW. They had a remorse for releasing Samoa Joe, probably one of the biggest surprises of those releases. They brought him back to NXT, and you know, outside of the whatever the hell they decided to do with Karrion Cross on Raw, the stuff with Joe has been great on NXT, regardless of the the whatever the hell they decided to do on Raw. Uh, that stuff with Joe has been great, laying out Regal. You know, you still got this intrigue, and it's going to lead to Joe finally returning back to the ring. So now. You got all this. Uh, you got all these people now getting ready to be rumored. It's going to be probably the biggest month in the company for AEW in September if CM Punk does show up at All Out and if Daniel Bryan shows up at New York, like everybody is rumoring. So WWE's got a counter, and uh, Strom maybe they finally book Strom in the way they should have in the first place because they did not strike while the iron was hot, and he lost a lot of momentum. So, um, but he's a very talented guy. Uh, so it, it would be within their interest to probably bring him back into the fold. I completely agree. And especially with all these recent signings with AEW, a lot of people are commenting that this could be um, WWE's way of being kind of like scared and trying to be a little bit proactive and yeah. maybe bringing him back. That'll be great uh, if they can definitely lock Braun Strowman down. Uh, yeah. But before we jump in into our other news stories, we have our very own Rick Uccino in Cleveland, Ohio, covering SmackDown tonight with us. And he decided to join us today just for a little bit. What's up, just, Rick? How What's you doing, on? bro? I'm about three ciders in right now, boys. So, yeah. Uh, My guy. a <laughs> boy. Double fist those like Stone Cold. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I got the work done early, you know, right? Like I went down to the stadium earlier today, talked to a few names, some people you might know, Big E, Natalia, Dolph Ziggler, had some fun. Now I'm outside of uh, the Southern Tier Brewing Company here in Cleveland. Yeah. Dinner before the show. So uh, I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm ready to get back out in front of a live, a live crowd and be amongst the people again. That's awesome, Rick. Uh, now, without spoiling too much, of the stuff that you talked about with the superstars that you named, what was their overall feeling and energy while you were interviewing them in person and just being there in Cleveland tonight? Uh, dude, it's, it's so upbeat. Like even, even Natalia, just one of the things that she said to me, cause I, I just talked to her last week, like over the internet. And she was like, it is like so great to like talk to people in person. And, and that was just the, the overall vibe was, just being in front of people and being out on the road again. And everybody's really, really pumped. Even the backstage uh, stuff, which I'm not at liberty to say what I saw backstage. Of course. It was definitely uh, some, some high energy stuff. So uh, everybody's really, really uh, excited about uh, being back out on the road. And what, this is the fourth show now in front of live fans here in Cleveland. It's going to be split tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that goes down. But uh, yeah, very, very positive vibes backstage. Hell yeah, we got Kevin Kellum joining us too. We got a jam-packed to uh, top story today. It's a party. Uh, we got a party here on a Friday afternoon. But guys, you guys didn't have any questions for Rick while he's in Cleveland, while he has very limited battery power. 
Get your questions in before because he's going to answer all those questions tonight on Smack Talk. Uh, Rick, got a question today. I know we got some exclusive uh, down the line that you already taped here with uh, several members of the WWE roster. Y- you mentioned the excitement there. What's the excitement from them? Because that has to be a whole different thing for them. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a guy like Dolph Ziggler. He hasn't even wrestled in front of fans yet. Like, he didn't wrestle all this past week. He didn't wrestle at WrestleMania. So it's been even longer for him. He's one of these guys, and he is in his hometown in Cleveland tonight, uh, which usually means bad things for a WWE superstar. That means they're going to lose. Uh, they're going <laughs> to So at least I hope he gets to perform, and I know he'll get that that hometown pop. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's there's really no other word to describe it except excitement, just these guys are ready. Guys and gals are just ready to be out amongst the people doing what they do, entertaining and and feeding off of the live energy. And that's one of the things I talked to Dolph about was, you know, his character, you know, with with Otis and Elias and others. He relies more on the audience reaction than he does. other people might. So yeah. it's been a, a really challenging time for for people like uh, Dolph Ziggler, for, uh, like Otis and, and uh, Elias and others. So. Uh, he's especially anxious to get out in front of the fans for the first time. Well, we don't want to wear down that limited battery. I've been there at a wrestling show. When how many tweets yeah. can I get out before this? And oh, I got to get a lift in an Uber after the show too. So oh no, and I want, I want, I want. <laughs> You're like everybody else next to you. You just got to go it. find that plug in. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy right, the show. Appreciate Enjoy you the show, buddy. Some time. Yep. Appreciate you. Wow, what a thing there. Sorry for the run in here, fellas. Yeah, and oh, I, yeah. I, I sorry you, you for just uh, came out of nowhere, bro. You weren't even supposed to be on the show tonight. I know. I, uh, I, have, I have a comedy thing, and it may get rained out. It's an I, uh, outdoor comedy thing. It may get rained. Then out. I elbow dropped. Uh, I elbow dropped the back button on my keyboard, so then it, it exited me out of the thing. I'm like, oops. Well, that's always back. great when we can have live reports from the venues. Yeah, that was cool. When I, when I did it from WrestleMania, we did it also uh, recently at another show, and now from SmackDown. Hopefully later on, I'll post post SmackDown, but. Guys, let's jump into our second story of the day. Goldberg being Goldberg. announced for multiple dates from Monday Night Raw. A lot of people are expressing a lot of disdain for the Hall of Famer. But this is WWE's way of trying to bring in some fresh eyes, some uh, some you know some other eyes. Nostalgia is quite the thing, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this the right move for WWE for the next coming for the next five Monday Night Raws? Well, you know, it makes sense, right, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, Andrew Zarian said it best. Uh, us, us people on the Twitter are a very, my yep. very vocal minority. We all, I, I could care less. Uh, you know, I don't want him in the title picture, but it moves the needle for the casual crowd, which is the majority of the people that watch the show. So and buy tickets too, guys. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of people that buy tickets, man. So yeah, while uh, uh you know the three of us might be meh on it, you know it's 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 gonna be a uh, a money maker for both Goldberg and merchandise sales and the WWE because they're getting, you know every you know like everybody in the comments is is probably in our boat. We're just not excited for it, especially just thrusting him in the title picture using because you know he only he's he's only contracted to wrestle two matches a year, and, exactly. I just don't get why they put him in the title picture for those, but are you going to put him in a match? It doesn't mean anything. Are you put him in a match? that does mean something. If he's only going to wrestle twice a year, I would say put him in a match. That's not title related, but maybe a, a, a dream match, you know, somebody he's never faced yeah. to just, just don't have it for the title. You know, I, but oh, the problem or, or, is here too, yeah, that, yeah, you know, when, when you have 
someone that is a top name that you don't have anybody else to wrestle, you are going to bring Goldberg back to face, even though that person is the champion. So it like besides Bobby Lashley, besides Roman Reigns, who else would you match up Goldberg with right now? Maybe <clears throat> Braun Strowman. <laughs> you want to do another Braun Strowman power slam <laughs> versus spear jackhammer match? I don't know if, if he gets re signed, if he shows up tonight on SmackDown. I know we haven't talked about the Braun Strowman thing that came up this afternoon. Is that I mean, has, we, has, we opened has he, up with it? We opened yeah. up with sorry, it. I, 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 sorry, I jumped in here a little late, guys. Yeah. Has he battled Drew McIntyre before? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, no, no. Drew and Goldberg, Drew and Goldberg did Royal Rumble and they had a, they had a they match. Did, I yeah. think a lot yeah, of people yeah. were right. uh, exceeded expectations, you know. Uh, Nishad Joao wants to see him take on Man Mountain Rock. If you if you want to see him take on an obscure mid nineties, not cracking the mid card WWF new generation wrestlers, uh, uh, a latter day a latter day Rick Boogs. <laughs> yes, he's, he's, a, he's a Rick Boogs who had a WWF guitar, the the, the body of the guitar. Nice, like the WWF It was logo. badass. It was yeah. badass. But uh, I that, want that. I need to put that in my collection behind me. I, yeah. I bet it's in the you, you know the the warehouse that they uh, toured every once in a while. I think uh, Edge and Christian I think did a skit from that on their uh, their uh, their network show that they used to do. Uh, there's that, that was that, the best show. I am so upset that they canceled the Edge and Christian uh, show, completely full of awesomeness or something like that. It that was, was that was uh, the best network. It show got they better had. as it went on. It was too. it was I, so it ridiculous. From it the was beginning. good. Yeah, I liked it from the beginning. I was. Oh, me too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we got a good. We got a good one here. Uh, Have Goldberg face SmackDown number one announcer, Funaki. Funaki, next Universal Champion. I'm for it. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I I can't think of anything for Goldberg off top my head. So that tells me that's what I'm saying. Let's wait for something that would make sense. And you know, SummerSlam. You need the. I got it. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Give John Cena versus Goldberg. Yeah, but you got John Cena. Never been done. I, think I know, John... but you could do it later on. That could yeah. be another Saudi Arabia match if John Cena wants oh, to go to Saudi yeah. Arabia. Because we're, we're he's going to Saudi though. I doubt the bra- he's going to Saudi. On the bright side, we're burning up Goldberg's last match of the year, so then we don't have to worry about him for the rest of the year. <laughs> Very true. On the nose, we don't have to worry about him. That's absolutely right, uh, guys. Let's talk about an interesting piece of news that came out uh, within the last twenty-four hours. And that is that SummerSlam is going to be heading to a movie theater near you. Would you guys buy tickets? Look at that. Look at that graphic that I made earlier today. A SummerSlam (laughs) at a movie theater. That is fancy. It's fancy, dude. Right? But guys, I would... Well, we saw recently that at the la- at Double or Nothing, Double or Nothing was at the movie theaters. It was available uh-huh. to be seen at the movie theaters. And I think that's like the first time a, a wrestling event has been done at a movie theater. So I might be wrong on that, but we have seen UFC. We have seen boxing mm-hmm. matches. We have seen um, other events that are usually aired in the movie theaters. SummerSlam, trying to make it just as big as WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Would you guys pay a good 15, 20 bucks to go see SummerSlam at the movies? I would. Plus popcorn, plus plus drinks. I mean, well, you you're you're getting the fan experience, you're getting the communal experience. It's just a, a it's an entry point for a bunch of different wrestling fans to go be somewhere at the same time. Yeah. And I think those type of experiences now as we're hopefully coming out of the pandemic. I know there's some concerns about that outside of the world of wrestling recently. Um, but those type of experiences are, are I think are very validating to people in a different way now. 
So I think the timing of doing it now makes more sense. I think yeah. the theaters have a better understanding of safety and how to space people out if they have to do them and they're ready to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole, you know, hopefully enough you know, mass mandates and different things you can do depending on where you are and to keep people safe in that regard. Yeah. And, and I do think theaters are something that weirdly people are now really itching to go back to. You have yeah. a conversation with people. Uh, I, w- I, f- I went and saw a movie. Like people, people always tell you, "Hey, what did you do last week? I went and saw a movie." That that was life pre-pandemic. Now it's, I went and saw a movie. Like people yeah. say, it like that with their eyes coming up. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, and even when the movie theater business kind of started going downhill, as more people start getting home theaters and things, the, the, you know, the the industry had to kind of change things as a whole. So if the show starts to suck, well, most theaters serve beer, so you can go get a go get a drink and uh, chug down a beer. Not all theaters, uh, oh, yeah. but I guess AMC is getting on that train, depending on which AMC. Really? Is. Yeah, they're doing yeah. that here in Orlando. Like, there's plenty of places that serve beer, but there's one spot in downtown Orlando that the seats are pretty spaced out they're pretty like nice luxury seats yeah and it has like a little countertop where they could put your drinks and your food on there and they come and they serve you you don't even have to leave your seat they'll come like every few minutes do you need anything yeah that sounds, yeah we have a, a alamo draft house it's just like yeah. that and then the, like, uh, the, the craft theater type stuff yeah it, and then we little... have uh we have marcus theaters here in in lincoln nebraska mm-hmm. and all the marcus theaters have bars and uh have the the fancy leather seats as well in all the theaters so it's kind of cool to see so uh, but yeah I, th- I think with uh you know uh you know it's kind of like uh i went to alamo draft house one time to watch my favorite movie of all time big lebowski saw it with a group of people and it wasn't one of those where you just sit there and watch a movie you sit there and yell quotes from the movie they encourage it you know you have fun mm-hmm. with the crowd that's where this would be kind of the similar type of thing uh you know, you're having fun with the crowd you get your your boo and you're cheering you know and and i, I think it'd be kind of a cool experience we got you a couple know. people here uh, commenting. I just want to read something. Yeah, Andrew Israel. It'll be cheaper to have your friends over and watch the pay-per-view. It's much cheaper. No space between the seats. How can you cheer for your favorite and not get swished from another from other patrons? But I don't here's know the thing. about that. You this wouldn't. No, because would, everybody's no. there to watch the same thing and everybody has the same yeah, energy this is and not, vibe. Yeah, it's just like like I said with the when I went and saw Lebowski or like when you go to a uh, where they play Rocky Horror, you know, it's yeah. it's it's, it's, it's encouraged a show. to be yes. yeah. yes. you're encouraged. encouraged. You're encouraged um, to be rowdy. It, it's worth noting, I don't know, I don't know what the level of it is, but I remember years ago listening to uh, the law live audio wrestling out of Toronto and they would be on every Sunday night after the pay-per-views and they were always talking to people that went to the theaters to see the show. And I guess in Canada, that was a very common thing that they would have that all the time. I don't know. Mm. Um, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> I don't know at what level. God bless you. You're fine. It's not going to get in Spanish, in Spanish, in Spanish. Que Dios te bendiga. We're an inclusive program. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but no, it's worth noting. What is the distribution? Is this something where you're going to have this at every theater? I know they're doing this with a specific group uh, that I that I had not heard of before. That I don't know if this is connected or what their di- level of distribution is going to be. Sometimes you see these like special events at a theater. I know um, operas do this quite a bit or different theater mm-hmm. level events, but their level of distribution isn't as widespread as some fans think it would be. It's not something you're going to have those live like you know, closed circuit, if you will. It's kind of what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, uh, so I'm I mean, looking at I'm looking at this is through iconic events, um, like uh, like in Nebraska that's only in Omaha at one theater. So it's not exactly. gonna be at every theater. But I think it's kind of like uh, Fathom events kind of has some mm-hmm. things like that too. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's it that before the pandemic, I know like Fathom events I went and 
uh, I, I saw all three Dark Knight movies back to back to back from the Christopher Nolan series, and that was kind of a Phantom Events thing too. So they kind of have these little special packages they do at, at certain theaters. Yeah, they do some pretty cool stuff. I remember a few years ago, uh, I'm I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, so they had um, the Dragon Ball Resurrection of Frieza movie, and then they had like a trilogy going on because this is when Dragon Ball Super was about to drop, and it was a Fathom event too. So they did a trilogy triple feature type of deal. So yeah, those those Fathom events are pretty cool. So we'll see uh, we'll see how this does. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers are after that. We'll, we'll have to dive in and figure out what the, the uh, numbers are for the. Uh, movie theater buyouts and see yeah, if it's successful well it they'll do it at the, that's I what mean, i'm saying yeah and, and if it's not they won't do it again you know what i yeah. mean like if it's if it's not a successful thing they're they're not in a sense to do it but it is a sense of wwe trying things i think this is another example of them trying to do as many different things as they think they can do to find or bring fans back which is a Correct. Sense, uh, it's, it's a central talking point to a lot of different things they're doing across the board whether it's merchandising whether it's the video games whether it's the live events uh, i was very surprised while we're talking about all this different stuff of the house shows about the amount of amount of live events that they're going to do because those are less appealing to fans than than television i think at least the hardcore fans i mean if you're a casual fan you hear about wwe in town we're going to do that but now they're doing the hardcore media blitz. They're they're, but, they're giving media access at a level that we haven't seen them do in a long, long time. Yeah, and but of course, when you add Cena to those events, that makes it a a, yeah, a, a hell of a lot more in, enticing. Yeah. And plus, with the theater thing, I don't think that's. I mean, it's probably not going to cost WDB that much to, no. to get that distribution, especially now that we live in such a digital world. It's it's uh, you know it's it's probably not. They're that probably expensive. just going to stream it. They're probably just going to stream it from Peacock and put it on the projector. Oh, so. oh, oh so it's going <laughs> to fail. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's going to be glitchy. While everybody spent fifteen to twenty dollars per oh, ticket man. and could thirty dollars on their popcorn. So could you imagine the? Be... Could you imagine the the, the <laughs> Instagram <laughs> stories of that? Yeah, everybody's throwing their popcorn at the screen when peacock freezes <laughs> i bet they'll do the internet they'll do the network feed i mean because the issue at the last pay-per-view that i know everyone, that you're joking about there that was yeah. only for people with peacock that was not an issue for anyone watching internationally at all yeah. they didn't have well, any problems with that yeah and i i think I, i'm wondering if it i mean they probably have to do a different kind of distribution than just streaming through peacock in terms of these things too that might be a legal thing that they may not be able to uh, you know they have to probably have access through a different way than Peacock to show it at the theater. Guys, uh, before we head out for today's top story, it's Freestyle Friday! <laughs> what does that mean, guys? Freestyle Friday, get your questions in. We'll answer them here for the next five minutes. Whatever question you want, we'll away. And, and we'll, we'll go ahead and answer that. But one here from Thomas Bailiar, or we'll start with Drew David again. Okay, we'll start I'm with sorry. him. Go ahead. Jose, Drew, Drew. Kevin and Jose, what about other pay-per-views? Well, we don't know. Yeah. This is the first time SummerSlam and WWE is doing this project, this pay-per-view at a movie theater. So I don't know. I guess it depends if the, if the success if it's successful and it does well and it makes money for WWE, then maybe for the big four, like a WrestleMania, Survivor yeah. Series, Royal Rumble, then maybe you could do them there. I don't think every pay-per-view needs to be in a movie theater, no. but I think the big special ones, big four. I think yeah, four. I think it should be okay. Absolutely. What's this question from Thomas B that you had? I, I didn't mean to pull one up right away. Oh no, you're good, bro. Uh, so Thomas Bailey, are Punk and AEW done deal? Question mark. 
It's not a done deal. Uh, nope. it, I mean, from all the reports we've gotten, and now Meltzer followed up. So the news we got initially was was Fightful, right? Uh, Tip of the Capital, Millennial Meltzer, Sean Rossup, saying that CM Punk was talking about an in-ring wrestling return and that all signs pointed to AEW and that they were talking, that both sides were talking, all right? Uh, then you follow it with Meltzer saying that that indeed is true. He doesn't know how long it's been happening, but they've been working on it. Uh, and and then you find out the news from Bodyslam.net, which is also uh, corresponded by Dave Meltzer, that Daniel Bryan is a lock. He's he's more of a lock than Punk is at the moment, and if not, he's signed. Now you have news in the last 24 hours that WWE officials, who may or may not have had much contact with CM Punk, believe, or at least their sense of operation on the as the opposition to AEW, is that Punk is signed there, and that's the way we're operating on things right now. Yeah. But... WWE's put out stuff like that to uh, the proverbial dirt sheets, right? Where the yeah. dirt sheets yeah. were dirty sheets um, before. And I put out this this insane theory. It is on the inside cradle. Go watch it. We just put up an episode. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to check that out. Can I give you the Reader's Digest of that, Jeremy? And you can tell me if this pisses you off or not. You just, just, get, just aggravates you. Just give me the, yeah, the very quick 15-second version of it. The Summer of Cena. All the dates are booked through SummerSlam, right? Yeah, sure. The one uh, I, I believe he is is possibly added to the show in Chicago, August second. CM Punk, mm. Chicago, famous time. Now Cena may be on that show, as far as I know. That is the biggest advanced ticket sales they have on this tour right now, in terms of like sold in advance. They've sold over ten thousand tickets for that show at the Allstate Arena uh, uh, the Monday after Lollapalooza of all days. So. The issue there is if if Cena's not on that show, I believe he is. Last time I heard he is advertised for it. You hear all this talk. What a what a curveball they could throw. What a curveball WWE would throw. Like, no, no. Say you're going there. No, 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 no. Go go ahead. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Oh, okay, okay. You got Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Okay. Uh, we have the rock coming. And you know, like, like, so, <laughs> like WWE's not like. I mean, I, I have a good friend of mine, Ross Berman, uh, who who writes for WrestleZone. He put out a tweet. He's like, he he's a he's a pretty pro New Japan, pretty positive AEW guy. He goes, you have to remember that the WWE always That's, has the Rock and Roman Reigns in their back. That almost sounds like a yeah. meme. Remember that meme, you know, with Loki and the Avenger? He's like, he's like, I, I'm very powerful. So Loki's AEW in this scenario, right? He's like, I got CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. And then Captain well, America or Iron Man comes out. He's like, we got a rock. But <laughs> you got rock that doesn't wrestle much and very is not going to, and not going to wrestle again. For the foreseeable future, you got Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. While they're not going to wrestle a four a full fifty two week schedule, they're going to be in it for probably the long haul. You're going to probably see them on television every week or every other week. You're going to probably it's probably going to be like Christian, uh, where you see uh, that where they wrestle occasionally, and uh, uh, you know you see them on TV if when they're not wrestling. So they're going to be constantly on that product. Where The Rock, you know, is maybe going to be in a tag match to protect him because he got hurt the last time he wrestled. And also he's a mega movie star. So he ain't wrestling much more than that one match. So yeah. he's just going to, I wonder, I wonder because rocks in a different position now with his movie crew. He's much more of a producer. He has more stroke in the, yeah, film, he's got in the, the film world. He's got that. He's got the production company now and he's got the XFL. You, what you, are you trying to say that he may scale back his acting? 
I don't think he's going to scale back his acting because he has so many projects in the pipeline. He the has, Rock can do whatever he wants, bro. He's got that BTE. You know what that BTE means? What's that? Being the elite? Big tra- no, big <laughs> big trouser energy, bro. Y'all don't follow The Rock on Instagram? <laughs> I, 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 but I, I get that the thing is with Rock, I do think the insurance windows are going to be more of a deal. But he's got a lot of movies in the can already. He just did this Black Adam movie. It's already filmed. It's done. Yeah. The time frame for him to have this type of match is closing. So if he's going to do it, this is the time to do it. This is also the time to do it that corresponds with everything else he has coming out. Rev up the base. What's the base of my fan base? The wrestling fans. Rev them up. Hey, Jungle Cruise is coming. Hey, Black Adam from DCU is coming. Oh, a second season of Young Rock and NBC. It all plays. Everyone think, oh, why would he go back to wrestling? Because it it gets people excited about everything he it's does. It's more marketing. Him. It's more marketing yeah. for him. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. yeah, it's great. Um, but also, going going back to the CM Punk story, you know, this whole thing, this has been so much, not negativity. But that's why I stay off of Twitter, just because everybody's like either for it or against it. But my favorite post they're not quiet. from... They're not quiet. But my favorite post came from Heelbook today. And it said, <laughs> according great. to an anonymous source, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have reportedly either signed, are close to signing, <laughs> are in talks to sign, are signing in on Zoom to talk about starting talks about signing, <laughs> an, AE, an AEW contract, but plans may change, allegedly. That's, <laughs> that was my favorite post. That was my oh, favorite post. Oh, man. Uh, another, one, <laughs> I, another one I liked was, uh, I think it was Andrew Zarian from Mattman. Uh, posted the uh, the clip of uh, Dana Bryan and CM Punk being interviewed backstage, and Bryan goes nuts, like like maybe we will, maybe we won't. Yes, no, I don't know. You know, it, it, it was CM Punk just standing there, and that, that was like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, they so they walk great. off, they walk off with the uh, the I don't know chant. Uh, back when they teamed together, that brief amount of time, I think that was Andrew Zarian that posted that. That was that was pretty funny. I thought. Well, I mean, and Punk kind of stirred the pot. He posted some stuff that. Was- oh, he did the uh, the old uh, the old. Uh, uh, the serious, uh, the uh, the old uh, Michael Alan Jordan Parsons the, project, Alan Parsons. I was trying and to think that, about. Oh yeah, yeah. I reported on that today earlier on the news roundup. That uh, song is a big thing in Chicago. <laughs> it is. It's a, oh, it's the, yeah, that is the Chicago Bulls anthem right there for their. It's a walkout space. song from yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's a walkout song. The Huskers use the, the Huskers use. I kind of want to hear that, Jeremy. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, now that's six two, <laughs> Wang. 210 pounds cm punk <laughs> yeah dude yeah do the alan parsons project and then it cuts right in you know i'm just gonna i'm gonna go into my adobe premiere and just mix that up real quick because i think that's gonna sound amazing so just give me that voiceover I track even, okay. i even do uh i even do cult of personality at karaoke too by the way so oh there we go, Jam- Jeremy Oki. We're gonna have to do some. Maybe, uh, maybe Punk can hire me for the live performance if they can't get Living Color. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> get the bag, dude. Get the bag. Dan, right? there's a question here, guys. What are you expecting from SummerSlam this year? You know, SummerSlam is sneaking up on us. We're uh, less than a month away from the big show. Yep. Uh, this will be WWE in front of an estimated forty thousand plus people in Las Vegas. The same night is a major Manny Pacquiao fight. Worth noting, WWE loves to tout certain things. I'm not talking Vegas, about baby. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas uh, they'll baby. be in Las Vegas. Las Vegas wanted them. Las Vegas pitched them for this. 
And Las Vegas also wanted them on a Saturday night. A lot of unique, big, different things about this show. Because people could hop from SummerSlam over to the fight. Yeah, and they're gonna. That's another thing worth noting about this. It's gonna be a Saturday night, but they're gonna want this. They're gonna want this whole show done before nine thirty Central yeah. Time. Yeah. So, um, they don't want it to step on the main card. The fight card will start down the street at the MGM, uh, but they're gonna try and get this thing done so that enough people who are buying tickets for both can go to both. But I think yeah. you know, it's not like everyone. The WWE's gonna draw a Manny Pacquiao fight in terms of a live ticket. That's that's worth noting here in the, in this regard. But also the tickets to the Manny Pacquiao fight are gonna be through the roof in terms of price. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So there yeah, we go. Bob, those high those marquee boxing matches are crazy expensive in the I thousands. Think, thousands for um, inside, right? But yeah, I think you know uh, in terms of what we think about SummerSlam, I think they're gonna bring the big guns. Uh there, uh, there's clear competition now with Punk and Brian possibly going to AEW. They need to step up their game, so they need to kind of plan ahead between uh, to get some intrigue from now and and to get them to the Royal Rumble or to get them to at least a Survivor Series. So I think they're going to bring some big guns and and provide a provide a crazy show for us on on in August. Yeah, I think WWE is going to flex their guns at SummerSlam to show who they really are. Yeah. Um, they know they're not impervious to what's going on in the in the world of wrestling, uh, professional wrestling. They know who AEW is. They know who everybody else is. This is going to be their opportunity now that we are back to normal. Um, this is going to – that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. This is going to be their opportunity to be like, this is who we are. This is what we can do. None of y'all – can touch us. That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen at SummerSlam. Mark uh, my and, words. and they're going to have to. There's, there's going to be things about this event that's going to make people angry because they're just not doing this or that. But that's every wrestling show. The thing that's worth noting is uh, I got to say WWE has a lot of momentum coming out of Money in the Bank. There was a lot of mm-hmm. positive feedback to it. Now at the same time, you cannot deny what AEW did so quickly out of the preemption period with the NBA. I thought it would take them like a month or so to get back some of the audience. Oh man. They were right back there. You're not talking about them being in range of hitting territory of money at raw. Yeah. And that's, that's crazy. The the demo did top raw a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. The most most recent numbers was what? 1.15. 1.15. Yeah. Second week in a row. Second week in a row over a million. Number one on cable. Yeah, but also helps with what competition they got. I mean, it was just yeah. there was like some news that was about it. There was no sports, you know, and we're in a nice little period here. Baseball's not heating up just yet. Yeah, but you know, f- football's not happening for at least the next month or so. Usually, you know, yeah, and and football's not on Wednesdays. Usually, they're usually uh, when it comes to Wednesdays in the fall, their big kind of worries the mass singer. The mass singer is usually the thing that kind of oh, knocks the ratings up. down. Yeah, yeah. It knocks ratings <laughs> down. So let's jump Last into this co- one. Last question of the show today, guys, here from SC Williams watching us on YouTube. Hey, Kev, Jose, and Jeremy, how do you feel with the, about the storyline with Andrade and the Lucha Bros and Chavo coming back was unexpected to will this tease the Lucha Bros heel turn on Pac or Andrade <laughs> or House? No, someone? Let me tell you, I will, I really want to answer this question first because I think this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think this was the Best thing that could happen to Andrade is having Chavo Guerrero, who's a very nice person, by the way. I met him at WrestleCon earlier this year during WrestleMania weekend over there in Tampa. Um, Chavo Guerrero 
being the mouthpiece, the executive counsel for Andrade, bro, that just elevates Andrade's status as a superstar in AEW to another level. Not to mention that if he brings on Pac and Phoenix, bro, that is going to be one unstoppable stable. And yes, that turn on Pac is going to come so hard. Mm. Everybody I, knows it. They're gonna they're gonna milk it, but it's going to happen. Well, I think I think they're playing on the obvious. I think they're playing on obviously Phoenix and Penta are gonna turn on Pac eventually and join Andrade. I think it's the other way around. I think Pac is gonna turn on them and turn on the brothers and join Andrade possibly. Or may you know, I honestly don't want any turns at all because. You got three dream matches right there with Andrade and all yes. three of the Death Triangle. I honestly don't want the Death Triangle to break up because A, they are a solid team for when they bring those trios championships back. Uh, B, uh, I just I like how they work together. Uh, and C, you, you just don't need to break them up. They're teasing it, but I don't think they really need to break them up. I think if anyone defects, it's going to be Pac because he works better as a heel. But uh, I honestly don't want them to break up Death Triangle at all, and I want to see all three matches because, man, it's going to be tremendous. But the addition of Chavo is awesome. Uh, last time we saw him was talking Shopamania. So, <laughs> oh god, it, which which is great, which is which is a national treasure of its I own. I love it. it. I yes. love it. Kevin, what's your take on this? those? Uh, it's interesting. I, I think if you're in AEW right now, right now, right. If you're in AEW right now and you have a program that is in place or moving, you should feel very, very fortunate. Yeah. And if you're one of those guys that's just waiting to be used or has been pulled down a little bit or maybe is in a less prominent storyline or really most of what you're going to be doing is on their secondary pro programming on AEW Dark or Dark Elevation or as Tony Khan called it, their performance center. <sighs> Unnecessary. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when, I saw, when I saw that, I was like, that is unnecessary. Shots are Don't always going to be fired. Shots are always going to be fired. That, that Don't trigger off, Kevin. Don't I know, but Kevin. that came, when I read that, that came off so flaky. I was, I was like, what are you doing? Like, why, no one asked you to go out there and say that. Nothing, nothing prompted you to say that, but whatever. So, but if you're in those positions, those mid card positions where you have your storyline, um, be happy that you have them now. Because the issue that I don't think some AEW fans are noticing here is they got a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of premier talent. They have a lot of talent that could be on television anytime. And they're going to have the same problem by the end of the year. Why are they not doing anything with insert wrestler X? Yeah, uh, That's going to happen. And, and that is absolutely going to happen. And, and you also got to think about this. Pac and Lucha Brothers are not going to be in the same type of position if a CM Punk and a Daniel Bryan come in. All right? Um, Brian Cage, hot signing for them, came over, is not going to be in the same position. Here's a wild one. Someone who's actually done really good ratings for them. Is Darby Allen going to be the same star he was if a CM Punk or a Daniel Bryan come in? Oh, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I don't think two men are exactly going to bump uh, your, especially your established stars off the card. Plus, you're going to have... And you're gonna have, you someone, got, someone's going to lose their spot. 
You got ra- and you got Rampage coming in a month as well. Uh, you know, and, and Rampage could easily go two hours if they need to. Eventually, they'll probably test the waters because 9 p.m. Central on a Friday night is kind of a, a, a nail in the coffin. Uh, uh, it's a hard you know. sell, man. That's a hard Especially sell. Especially with the most watched wrestling show on Fridays. Yeah. And they, and they had the thing before where they did the, the Dynamites there because they were preempted by basketball. On- and those, those ratings sucked. And they weren't great. No. Mm-mm. No, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the next in, in the next few months with, with with Rampage and SmackDown at the same time. See how those numbers because are they going to be broadcasting at nine or at ten after SmackDown? Right after but, SmackDown. Right after SmackDown. See that worries me because the last time we had this scenario, those numbers were less than less than half a mil. Is yeah. the show going to be taped too? Are they taping that show? I, I believe. So. Yeah, I believe have so. to. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be cheaper to do it that way. But the issue is, you're gonna tape that show. This is from a hard, hardcore wrestling audience, right? That's mm-hmm. what you're playing on, and people are gonna know that result before it gets out. But so you know, going back to your point of where are people gonna be put at the same time? You know, if if that that that's kind of if somebody's just watching Dynamite, maybe uh, you know, somebody that only watches Dynamite's gonna see that. But if someone is is pretty a pretty hardcore AEW fan and watches elevation watches dark. You know, I don't think they see that they see those guys on a regular basis where someone that only watches dynamite may not see it. Mm-hmm. Good point. It is uh, certainly a very interesting time. We already have people ask us here about this Braun Strowman story. I know you guys covered it a little bit earlier. Give them a recap, yeah. but they're just joining us a bit late. Uh, yeah. So uh, at the top of the show, we were talking about uh, Braun Strowman that reportedly, according to the wrestling uh, news uh, Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer, is saying that uh, WWE's reportedly have interest of bringing back the recently released Braun Strowman. Um, I don't know why, but it looks like it's because of all the recent signings um, and all the pure speculation and highly rumored signings of AEW uh, to for Brian, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, recently Malachi Black, big names, and they there's some type of uh message is being sent that they feel that they got to get the upper hand here right yep. they got to yeah. get the upper hand here and bringing Braun Strowman will definitely give him that upper hand either back to raw or or smackdown again nothing's been confirmed here but these are just things that are being reported and we got to throw them out there because it is newsworthy um, but then you're gonna have people like Hassan saying, "Why release him if you're just gonna bring him back?" It seems like a really ridiculous thing. Well, well they bring him back for a discount. Yep, he was, making, <laughs> he, was he was making three million. Uh, he was one of the highest paid stars at the time at three million. So uh, th- that was the the main reason why they got rid of him, and because uh, they just weren't getting their return on investment because they didn't strike when the iron was hot. Is part of the reason, but oh, also uh, the pandemic. I mean, is that guy? What is that guy worth if you're not selling tickets with him? If you're not selling, yeah. the same, if you're not putting out the same type of merchandise, if you're not doing the same type of licensing deals, that is that's not a shot. At Braun Strowman, it's just no. this. I mean, I think some of this is circumstantial. It was a I business do, decision. Yeah, it was a business decision. I'm not saying it's fair to Braun. It's not. No, it's not. Uh, and it's not. But I mean, a lot of things are. And, and like I said, guys, so I'm, I'm not doing this to be like anti AEW. They're going to have the same issue where they're going to shuffle talent around and stuff like it's going to happen. But I also think AEW is in a position where they're they're going to spend a lot of money right now to play. So I mean. Braun might be in a good position where maybe he's coming back for not that much of a discount if AEW wants him as well. 
I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right about all this. It, it's definitely an interesting time to be a wrestling fan, guys. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely the best time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, guys, that's it for today's show. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have tons of exclusive contents there, tons of exclusive interviews they're going to be dropping this weekend. Ricochino interviewed. Tons of people at SmackDown today. Natalia, Big E, Dolph Ziggler. Those interviews are going to be dropping this weekend. So keep an eye out for that. Inside Cradle, brand new version available now on audio podcast uh, version. Available on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your major podcast. If you want to watch the video form, head over to the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, notification bell, so you never miss an update or a live post. Tonight we got Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel. Rick Cucino will be reporting live from SmackDown tonight in Cleveland, Ohio. And guys, remember, it is a uh, dual broadcast because the SmackDown Women's Championship will be at the Rolling Loud Festival tonight in Miami. So we're going to be having a broadcast from Miami and a broadcast from Cleveland. So it's going to be an interesting show. Yeah, we just dropped an interview with Carmella talking about that entire experience. So you guys can check that out as well on our YouTube channel. Yeah, guys. All right, guys. Well, that's it for tonight. Have a great weekend. And remember, guys, when you're watching wrestling, Jeremy and Kevin, tell them what's the most important thing to do. One, we say it together. One, two, three. Enjoy, Enjoy, Enjoy wrestling. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah.